0: Okay, Jam, are you ready to learn about what vitamin D is?
1: Ah, vitamin D, sure. I'm I ready.
0: accidentally swelled it and said the word vitamin before we started recording. <laughs> but what is vitamin D and how do we get it from the sun? Mm. Is that even real? Do we really even get it from the sun? You've heard that, right?
1: Oh yeah, I've heard that for sure.
0: So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about also some really fun, cool facts about vitamin D just beyond the sun stuff.
1: Okay. Yeah, so you did sense. probably spoil it, but I could have picked any vitamin in my head, you right? know? So I didn't know it was going to be vitamin D. could no. have been C, A, B, <laughs> whatever the other ones are. <laughs> I feel like they picked random letters on some of those. Like, they did, yeah. Yeah.
0: I did read a little bit about it and how vitamins came to be, and it was sort of like they didn't know enough to be able to isolate the compounds to, like, give them a name, so they just put them into the category, like, these are vital, and- uh. So they like made them. And then I think also a lot of them had a mean functional group. So once they, I don't know, I've heard a few different things. None of that is, none of that's the, the episode. None of that's researched. That's just things I heard. Yeah. <laughs> but interest, anyway, yeah. So they just did kind of assign random letters and now I'm going to talk about what the actual in detail stuff about vitamin D is today.
1: Okay, cool. I'm very into this.
0: Let's do it. Hey, I'm Melissa. I'm Jim. And I'm a chemist. And I'm not. And welcome to Chemistry for Your Life.
1: The podcast helps you understand the chemistry of your everyday life.
0: Vitamin edition. (laughs) Okay, so before we do get started, I want to shout out our brand new Patreon subscriber, newest member of our community. That is Radioactive Dreams, which is a very
1: cool name. Very cool name. We kept like, we forgot it after when we were trying to look it up and make sure we shouted you out. And we were like, was it robot dreams or radioactive? Radioactive something. And and it was just, yeah, it was too cool. We couldn't remember it. So radioactive dreams. Thanks for joining our community. Thanks for having a really cool name.
0: Very cool name. It'll be fun to read every week. Sort of like shadow shadows, also fun to read every <laughs> That's week.
1: That's true. Yeah. Yeah. We've gotten kind of used to that, but I <laughs> yeah. forgot about how cool it is. Now we've got some some interesting characters in the name list at the end of each episode. But so, thanks for joining Radioactive yeah. Dreams. Yeah. We're glad to have your support. Yeah. Thanking you for just helping chemistry be accessible to even more people. We're excited to get to know you.
0: Yeah. And it is really fun whenever we hear from people in our Patreon and in the chats and stuff. So um, feel free to reach out and mm-hmm. let us know about what you're up to. Because mm-hmm. I love I love hearing from our patrons. Yeah, making It feels like we just have a bunch of friends, you know? Yes. hundred percent. So I really like that. Okay. So now let's talk about vitamin D. Okay. Do you know what vitamin D is supposed to do?
1: Mm. You know, I don't know.
0: I feel like a lot of people know vitamin C because of scurvy.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just general like immune system stuff that it's supposed to help with, like yeah, that's the general sort of public opinion. Or Although
0: there's, I don't think there's a ton of research on that. I should do an episode on that and find out what what actually research there is about mm-hmm. that. But I also don't 100% know why vitamin C prevents scurvy. So that's something right. interesting to look into. But vitamin D is all about um, calcium.
1: Mm, okay.
0: But actually it ends up being about more than just calcium. Oh. And you may have heard of vitamin D, vitamin D3, vitamin D2.
1: Yes, I have. Okay. I, I took, so this is like one of the things where I can't really remember all the details. Uh, my dad years ago was having health stuff that, and his doctor had told him like, you really be, need to be taking vitamin D, th- I think it was vitamin D3 because of XYZ, camera what I'm not gonna even, even if I did remember I'm not gonna go into detail because I might be might come across like medical advice and I don't yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that is yeah so all I know is I was like when I was like hey boys texted me and my brothers and was like you guys need to be taking this too I'm having some stuff because I probably should have just done taking my doctor's advice a long time ago yeah so I just bought some and started taking it
0: <laughs> do you know if it's d2 or d3 I think it's d3 I think that's the one that is better for you to take. I nice. You, um, I did have a similar <laughs> God, thing <been> where <laughs> it, <so> good. <laughs> I had a similar thing where I have an allergy to dust mites. I'm actually kind of allergic to everything. Same. And um, we, I moved into an old house with a bunch of girls, and so I wasn't able to like change my sheets as often. Before mm. I was changing it every week, but I was on a bunk bed, and so that was hard. And then it was an old house with old carpet.
1: And were you were you allergic to some of the girls?
0: Yeah, probably allergic. Yeah. To the girls. So my allergies were going crazy. So I had to go get all this blood work done. I was getting hives all the time. It was, it was a wild time and my Golly, life. dang. And um, they did blood work and found that I had a vitamin D deficiency. And I totally forgot about that. And then I went back to this allergist recently to try to like maybe consider getting shots, allergy shots, uh-huh, you know, to like uh-huh. build up an immunity. And they're like, and you did have this vitamin D3 deficiency or this vitamin D deficiency. Did you ever get that? Did you start taking those pills? And I was like, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: I take a multivitamin. Does that have D3 in it? I have no idea. Anyway.
1: That's so funny. Yeah, I, I did allergy shots as a kid, and I think they really did help. Most of my allergies are to plants, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of which are, are I'm allergic to plants that we have in abundance here where we live and where I grew up. But they they really helped, I think. I mean, yeah. I took them for a few years as a, kid, as a kid, and I still get allergies pretty bad during certain seasons, but it has helped my just- overall like every other day of the year kind of thing but um yeah that's interesting anyway back to the d3 thing i have been been taking it so i'm glad to hear that it's probably the better one yeah and at some point i'll maybe i'll go do my homework and figure out why i'm supposed to and what the deal with my dad was
0: or maybe i can tell you or maybe you can tell me okay so vitamin d3 or vitamin d is all about um calcium and So I'm going to actually start, instead of starting with the D3, I'm going to start in our intestines, not on our skin, but in our intestines, there's calcium and some calcium is naturally absorbed into our intestines pretty easily. But the majority of calcium uptake is, um, I'm going to just make an analogy of like, imagine there's passageways that go from our gut into our cells and Calcium could be transported through those, but it really is most efficient if calcium is transported through those. It needs like a key to get into the secret passageways. Okay. So if it has a key to get into the secret passageway, um, you know, the, in, the absorbance of d th- of calcium can increase by like 30 to 40, up to 30 to 40% instead of just like 10 to 20%. Got it.
1: Okay. okay.
0: And the thing that is the key into the secret passageway for calcium to get through is vitamin D.
1: Okay. So it's really just a way to help calcium get there. It's not like the vitamin D itself is the thing we love. We love it because we need the calcium.
0: Yes, right now. But there's okay. other things about vitamin D that we're learning also. So okay. for right now, we'll just talk about the calcium. Okay. So, and I'll start kind of backwards. So the vitamin D that lets the that's the key for the passageway to get your calcium absorbed in your gut is... We'll call it active vitamin D. Okay. Okay. And active vitamin D is, starts from all the way back in the skin, but it, before it gets to the gut, it goes, it comes from the kidney and before it gets to the kidney, it comes from the liver and before the liver, it comes from the skin. Okay. So there's a whole process to get it there. So when it's up on our skin, it's what we'd call like a pre vitamin D three.
1: Okay.
0: And pre-vitamin D3 is really, when they talk about D3 in general, it's just like a class. Vitamin D is a class of different molecules that end up doing similar things, sort Mm. of. It's like a group of molecules. But pre-vitamin D3 will absorb energy from the sun. And what happens when we put energy into bonds?
1: Energy into bonds. Yeah. Yeah. They can be changed.
0: They can be changed. How do they get changed? Mm. Remember what we talked about when we were talking about how things fade in the sunlight?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: What do you remember what happened when things would fade?
1: Um... I know it was damage, like UV mm-hmm. damage. So was it yes. just breaking bonds? Is
0: breaking bonds. Okay, got it. Yes. Okay. So um, we've talked about UV light a lot before, so feel free to go back and listen to those episodes like why things fade in the sun, what is sunscreen good for, but UV light basically is energy. Right. It's a type of energy, and when that energy goes into this pre-vitamin three, it breaks a bond. Okay. And when that bond breaks, then it's a pretty unstable form. Like um, it bond breaks, you have a new molecule. This new molecule is kind of unstable. Okay. But it is a form of D3 that we would call an uh, isomer. So it has all the same elements, just maybe they're arranged in a different order. Okay. And so then it spontaneously reorganizes itself to be much more stable. Okay. And that is vitamin D3.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. So we have this like, this molecule, I could give you the names, but I just don't know how useful it is, but there's a molecule and the molecule gets exposed to UV light and a bond breaks and it makes an isomer of vitamin D3. And then this isomer rearranges. So that just means, you know, a different form of the same atoms and the, the isomer rearranges. And so now it's in the most stable form and it's our vitamin D3. Okay. Okay. Got it. So that vitamin D3 goes from the skin then to our liver. Okay. And in the liver, a chemical reaction happens and a functional group is added onto the vitamin D3. Okay. So the functional group is an alcohol group. It's oxygen and hydrogen. we've talked about functional groups a lot before. Do you want to say what they are?
1: They are like a sort of pattern of, of atoms that are together in a similar form um, in shape that have also similar functions or characteristics to them, like right. an alcohol group. It's um, going to have, these things are going to always be present, but it may be part of a larger molecule and have other things as part of it, but a certain part of it is recognizable, may perform and affect things in a similar way as it does in other places.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Nice. So it's like, a group of atoms that's arranged in a certain way that you can expect how they're going to act consistently. Okay. So that gets added on in the liver. Okay. Okay. So it has one alcohol group. So you've got your D3 that's now been modified. So it started out as pre D3. It bond broke. It spontaneously rearranged. It got our D3 and now our D3 has been modified by adding a functional group in the liver. Then it goes to the kidney
1: Did you say which kind of functional group? It does not matter. An
0: alcohol functional group, but it doesn't super matter. Okay. Uh, Then it goes to the kidney and gets another functional group added onto it in the kidney. Same functional group, another alcohol, but in a different place. Okay. Okay. And now we have this, what we have now, these two alcohols added onto vitamin D3 is what we would call active vitamin D. Okay. Okay. So that's kind of the target molecule that's going to be able to go into your gut and be the key that unlocks the passageway to get your calcium from your gut absorbed into your cells. Okay. Okay. Do you want to try to say that back to me?
1: Yes. So, and you started with sunlight, right? Yes. Okay. So with this one, obviously we can get it artificially too or whatever, Mm -hmm. but, but we're in the sun and we Oh, wait. So the energy from the sun. Um, how did you say that part? Did we even get it in the first place?
0: It touches, it's on our skin. There's it's already, already there. pre vitamin D, which that's a good question. I didn't think, how did that get there? I probably should have. Well, I was thinking,
1: like, did you say that? Because I was like, Trying to, yeah, anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's notes. a good point. Yes, I should have looked that up. There's pre-vitamin D3 on our skin. It's the thing that's okay. like ready to break down into vitamin D3, okay.
1: basically. Okay, got it. So that's already on our skin. Mm-hmm. The UV, uh, the energy from the sun breaks the bonds of that pre-vitamin mm-hmm. D. Yeah. And then it arranges itself instead into the... Mm 3 which is already much more stable. And that's, we've kind of seen that in other places where like sometimes things just want to be in a stable form, like, like when we've seen like a crystalline structure and things like that, where it's like, if things go that way, it sort of nature wants that as well. Yes. Um, So that happens. That gets, that can go into our bodies. Mm -hmm. And then it first goes to our liver. Mm Mm-hmm. And there it is given one functional group and an alcohol group Mm -hmm. is added onto it. And then once it gets to our kidneys, another is added on. Mm -hmm. And from there it goes to our gut. Mm -hmm. And in our gut, it is able to act as a sort of key and access code or whatever that allows our cells to absorb more calcium or the mm-hmm. calcium to just get where, where it needs, needs to, go to go or wants to go yes, more easily yep, and allows more of that to be taken advantage of instead of just like the 10% you said earlier yes. or whatever. Okay. But it's going to happen anyway a little bit, right. but this helps increase that by a lot.
0: Right. Okay. So without really having enough vitamin D, then you have a calcium deficiency. And if you don't have enough calcium Available in your body, what will happen is your bones actually release calcium. Mm. And that's bad because the calcium in your bones makes them strong. Right. And so if you don't have enough calcium, your bones are giving up calcium to strike the equilibrium balance. And then your bones start to soften,
1: Mm. which is bad. Right.
0: So you need enough D3 so that you can all, or enough D, sorry. You need enough vitamin D so that you could also have enough calcium in your bones.
1: Got it. Got it.
0: So that's the important role that vitamin D, D has played that we've known of for a while. Okay. Okay.
1: Cool. Also interesting. Like I know. I think if you just asked me, I would have thought that, I mean, it wouldn't have occurred to me that really all it does is help us take advantage of something else that we might be eating plenty of or drinking plenty of. Yeah. But we just aren't able to harness it quite as well as we'd like yeah we can only grab onto so much and the rest passes through i wouldn't have thought like no no vitamin d on its own isn't just like awesome it's not like it's or i mean you might be about to say something like that but the fact that it lets us hang on to more calcium yeah is really cool yeah and i just not would not have guessed that but then like you have you know whole milk has vitamin d
0: yeah added in right mm-hmm. and it's
1: like that makes total sense why they would have done that in this case, it's like, hey, well, there's calcium in here. Why don't we give you some vitamin D to take advantage of it yeah. and stuff like that? But I just never would have thought intuitively that those went together.
0: Yeah, I also am not sure why. I was like, why? Why does it need to be regulated by the uptake of this? But I didn't. I didn't really find a good, satisfying answer. But I did also think. It reminds me of, so I've been growing plants on my patio Mm -hmm. and tomatoes often will get something called end blossom rot or blossom end rot. Mm -hmm. And it's because they don't have enough calcium. But then when you look into it, it's like, well, there's probably enough calcium in the soil, but you're not giving them enough water to be able to get the calcium into the plant. So it's like a water issue, but a water issue that results in not having enough calcium. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, that's kind of what vitamin D does for us too.
1: Yeah. And it's like, it's weird because there's so many things like that we just don't really think about. But like, the, I've, um, of course, I just immediately thought of coffee and coffee roasting. Mm-hmm. The, the biggest problem in coffee roasting isn't just having a lot of green coffee beans, mm-hmm. being able to actually roast them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you could have a massive amount of beans and a very tiny roaster. You'll never be able to roast as much. You yeah. just can't quite do it, you know? Yeah. So it's like, In so many situations or ingredients for baking or whatever, it's like you can have a lot of the stuff, but it doesn't just mean that you're just going to immediately be able to make more of the thing. Or
0: use it. Or use it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's going to take some effort or you need other ingredients to come on with it or whatever. So it's like calcium is an ingredient that we, if we want to get more of it and more out of it and actually be able to use it, we have to have more stuff or our body is just only going to take so much. That's crazy.
0: I know. I, yeah, that's a really great point. It's like I could have all the eggs or all the chocolate chips or whatever in the world, but I need, you know, to have all the ingredients I need, mix them together and put them in the oven for them to be useful as cookies to me. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah. That's really, that is a good, that's a good thought. Okay. So that's kind of the basics that we know of about vitamin D3, okay. vitamin D. I keep saying D3. I don't know why. Vitamin D right now.
1: Okay.
0: Um, so I'll, I'll tell you the difference between vitamin three and vitamin vitamin D3 and vitamin D2, they're very similar. Okay. And the, but the main difference is vitamin D3 is more bioactive than vitamin D2, which basically means it can interact with the things it needs to interact with. It can bind with, I think the proteins in your blood, uh, in the plasma of your blood more effectively so that it's more likely to be um, modified into the active vitamin D and used. Whereas vitamin D2 might be, it might not go where it needs to go and it might just be metabolized and excreted. So you might be Got like it. basically spending money on making your urine more expensive. <laughs> right, right. Which I have heard that complaint about vitamins a lot before. So yep. I think vitamin D3 is the better one to
1: use. Nice.
0: And you can get vitamin D2 and D3 from plants. Because animals make their own. So you mm-hmm. can get some from animals and plants, like mushrooms, was one that they talked about, has some vitamin D as well. Mm. So you can ingest it, or of course, uh, vitamin D fortified food. So there's like options of ingesting it, mm-hmm. but you can also make it through the skin, which actually, some people say that that makes them question if vitamin D technically should count as a vitamin because it's not a micronutrient that you need to ingest, it's a micronutrient that technically we create.
1: Right. Okay. Isn't that weird? That is weird. But I wonder if you'd I mean you'd have to balance like the fact that I mean so when you apply sunscreen, wouldn't that also diminish vitamin D? We're gonna production? talk about that. Okay there's
0: questions about that. So
1: I'm like, you wanna do that. Like yeah. you can't the solution isn't just like get out in the sun. It's like what well actually when you go out in the sun though, make sure you're wearing sunscreen. But actually yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. if you were really doing a good job applying sunscreen, like we all should be. Yeah. Then how much are you going to produce?
0: Yeah. So that I'll go ahead and jump into that. That is a hard thing is that that vitamin D is important. But if you're using sunscreen, what do you do? And one Baylor medical art, Baylor medicine article I read Mm. said that sunscreen and protective Clothing will prevent sunlight absorption, but it is unlikely that it will impact vitamin D production. So that makes me think that, you know, it can't 100% block the sun from you. And so the UV rays that are still coming through are able to still put enough energy in to break those bonds.
1: Yeah, okay. And
0: I, I don't think you need a ton of sunlight, but I remember my doctor said this whenever I got my vitamin D deficiency diagnosis and I read about this is, in the part of the world that we're in, the further you are from the equator, the more likely that it is that everyone actually has a vitamin D deficiency. That right. it's very difficult to get all the vitamin D that you need to get mm. from the sun because we're further away from the sun. Right. And that people closer to the equator actually are more likely to be getting all the vitamin D that they need.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which leads me... To a very interesting fact. Okay. And that is that there were lower instances of certain types of cancer in people that were closer to the equator. Okay. And so people were starting to look into this and one of the, this is a quote from an article. One of the most intriguing, important, and unappreciated biological functions of vitamin D in both normal cells and cancer cells is that uh, those that have vitamin D receptors often respond to vitamin D by decreasing the growth of the cell. Mm. So that means that it's kind of confusing because they're like, oh, the presence of vitamin D will decrease the growth of cells, which is good. Cells need to be regulated. And that's kind of like a big thing with cancer cells is they're just like reproducing
1: rapidly. right
0: but we don't make more vitamin D than we need to transport calcium. Okay. So that didn't really make sense. It was like, why does getting more exposure to the sun, what's happening here? And they realized more recently that there are vitamin D receptors in all kinds of cells, all over our body, not just in our gut. Mm. And it seems that some cells like some cancer cells are able to take the once modified version, the one functional group added Uh the like modified D3 and convert it into the active D3, the twice modified version, Uh the active vitamin D. And then if they're able to do that, if they have enough sun that makes that precursor that they can break down into or react chemically to make active vitamin D, then it will be present in those cells and regulate them. Mm. Meaning that if you're getting more exposure to the sun and you're getting more of the vitamin D precursor, even if you have enough vitamin D that you need in your gut to take in your calcium, the cells themselves can take the precursor and modify it into the active vitamin D. And then that active vitamin D will regulate, inhibit, and stop some of the growth of cancer cells.
1: Wow. That's crazy. I know. Huh. Huh.
0: But that really gets you into the, okay, well, what's the balance between getting enough sun exposure and wearing sunscreen all the time? Yeah. It's like, it feels sort of like you're darned if you do, darned if you don't. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, 100%. That's so, so interesting. I know. And it also makes you think, oh, is that like, you know, obviously we don't know for sure. I mean, I'm somebody has probably studied this, but as a person who has not. Like, do we really know for sure if cancer just didn't really happen as much back then? Or it's just that we couldn't f- figure it out? But, like, no, you know, they
0: definitely have associations.
1: I'm like, but people would have, just even by trade, you know, been in the sun a lot more mm-hmm. um, in general. And it does feel like there's more cancer, you know what I mean? But is it, you know, it's like, is it just because, you know, I'm an adult now and I hear about it more? Yeah. Or I don't know. I was never alive in a different time period. Did they always know why people died back then? Yeah, I don't. You know, I wondered
0: about that. Like, how long has cancer existed? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So there are um, low vitamin D has been associated with higher instances of cardiovascular disease, diabetes, infections, and um, uh, multiple sclerosis. Mm. So isn't that amazing? And cancer?
1: Yeah. Wow, that's crazy.
0: So it it is. You can't say correlation, causation, the same, right? So there's correlations, there's associations. It seems like there are identified pathways that are a good argument for how vitamin D can regulate some cancer cells. Okay. But you don't want to take too much vitamin D because too much vitamin D could lead to having too much calcium, which can cause its own problems. It can line your um, arteries. It can cause heart problems. So it's kind of like you have to find a way to balance getting sun exposure, wearing sunscreen, getting enough vitamin D, not getting too much Mm -hmm. vitamin D, Mm -hmm. you know, it feels a little complicated. So, um, this is not us advising you to take vitamin D. It's us advising you to talk to your doctor and potentially, especially during the winter months, potentially consider supplementing vitamin D, but don't overdo it.
1: Mm. Yeah. This is
0: not medical advice. We're not a doctor, but that was my takeaway.
1: Yeah, it's like, it's worth asking the question of mm-hmm. the person who you consult these things with if you haven't thought of it. Yes. That's crazy. It's interesting that, like, I remember learning in a... Um, what's it called? Nutrition science class long mm-hmm. ago, just about the different vitamins and which ones have toxicity levels that our bodies don't know what to do with if we had to eat eat or drink or whatever too much of it. Some, our bodies just dump the excess and mm-hmm. it's fine mm-hmm. or whatever. But that's so interesting. It's like, yeah, you could have too much calcium or whatever. Yeah. Your bones could become too strong. Yeah. You might become too powerful. <laughs> I and, think it
0: actually causes like <laughs> crystals to form. Oh. Like,
1: Calcium Golly. crystals
0: to form. Um, yeah, so that having too much good. calcium also is not good.
1: Yeah, but plus, like, we don't want anyone to be too powerful. No, you know? yeah. No one should be too strong, okay? Yeah. Let's, just all, <laughs> let's all just be, like, the amount of strong we need to be, okay?
0: I was going to see if I could find the... Um, see if I could find where they talked about having too much. Oh, yes. Can result in dangerously high calcium levels, leading to kidney damage. That was, that was part of it. And I think kidney damage... When I thought, said crystals, I was thinking, um, kidney stones are like oh, crystalline, yeah. often made out of calcium, excess totally. calcium, and are very painful. I've
1: had one of those, have you? I have had one of those, yeah. No bueno,
0: it was awful,
1: yeah. What, did, did we both have ours in high school?
0: No, mine was in, um, it was in, right before I started grad school, it was between college oh, okay. and grad school,
1: okay. Actually, I knew you then, but I didn't know
0: that no, that you happened didn't know then. me well, yeah, yeah
1: you hadn't moved here yet, I guess. But yeah, I had mine my senior year of high school. And my doctor was like, yeah, you, yeah, high schoolers shouldn't be having kidney stones. Like,
0: Were you like not drinking enough water at all?
1: Well, that and um, he quite strongly suggested that it was tied to the amount of soda I drank. Yeah. Um, again, that's what one doctor said. I trust him for sure, but I'm not the doctor. So, yeah. And I was like, okay, noted. And so I waited a few years and then I stopped drinking as much soda. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I drank a lot of soda back then. And I'm like, did I ever drink water? <laughs> I know. That's, yeah. And I had a lot of spinach. I would have like spinach salad every day. That huh. was like my way of being quote unquote healthy in yeah. college. And um, that can have a lot. And I think an excess of some things that help form. Interesting. In your kidneys. It's
1: like this is good for you in so many other ways, except that it also helped make your kidney stuff
0: I think what we're learning is that everything in moderation. You don't yeah. need to eat spinach every single day for lunch, and you don't need to have only Dr Pepper all the time yeah. for drinking.
1: Yep, yep. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> right from the mouth of a chemist. Do not drink Dr Pepper constantly every hour of every day.
0: <laughs> do not drink Dr Pepper so much that you're not ever drinking water. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is
0: what I did. And I worked at a restaurant. So you would get these like little cone cups and you could just like uh-huh. take shots of Dr. Pepper all day. Yeah. And I'm like, did I ever fill that thing up with water? Golly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just free Dr. Pepper on tap while waiting tables. Not good for your body.
1: Yeah. I drink it a ton too. I, yeah. I would have it like I wasn't into coffee. I was a high schooler. So I would drink it in the morning for the caffeine. Yeah stuff like we had a, li- a little bit of a longer drive to school and so i remember drinking one on the way there i'm like what that doesn't even sound appetizing to me i now. know like yeah. drinking any sort of really sweet sugary soda i know thing in the morning like what was i thinking and like i guess it's good that that happened to me early I <laughs> so i don't know but <laughs> not good yeah so then i switched to being that same amount of intensely um, reliant on uh, coffee.
0: Oh, a yeah. Few years later. So that's definitely healthy. Definitely a healthy swap.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: At least there are there is some good stuff in coffee for sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's it. That's my fun facts for you about vitamin D. Okay. And um, the fact that our we can make our own vitamin D
1: mm-hmm.
0: right from our skins. I'll try to go look up what why that precursor is there. Yeah, I didn't even think to ask where that came from. I was just like, oh yeah, this is a whole, oh, I was going to say, this is like all of you are organic chemists. You're carrying out complex organic chemistry reactions, natural product synthesis. We've mm-hmm. talked about that before. Your Your bodies are carrying out complex organic chemistry, breaking bonds, isomers, adding functional groups, and you're making your own secret key wow. you know, organic chemistry. So
1: Wow.
0: Good job. You're all, there's a little chemist inside of all of you.
1: Nice. Nice.
0: So that's my, that's my lesson for you today about vitamin D and how we get it from the sun.
1: I love it. I that thought was awesome. it was really interesting. Yeah.
0: I didn't know any of this before. And I'm now encouraged to actually take care of my vitamin D deficiency, deficiency which i probably tried for like five minutes and then quit.
1: Yeah. And your case is like, you already had an actual doctor. I did have a doctor tell me that. kind of no-brainer. Yeah. So in this case, for you, it's almost like vitamin duh. You know what I'm saying?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. So anyway, that's it. That's our fun lesson for today. Um, Do you have a fun, happy thing you want to share? I think I do. I have like five.
1: Okay. Why don't you say at least just one of yours while I stew?
0: Okay. Well, my friend Sarah and I have been... um, sharing glimmers at the end of the day okay, and glimmers are like, you know, little things that just make your life a little bit brighter Mm -hmm. and it's a good way of practicing gratitude. And there's lots of scientific evidence that shows how practicing gratitude can contribute to, um, like improved mental health outcomes. Mm -hmm. There's an interesting episode of the Huberman lab podcast about it. Mm -hmm. So I have been doing that with my friend at the end of the night just like sending some things that make us happy. Uh And it's made my days so much brighter because I then notice, funny, the studies are right. I then notice (laughs) things throughout the day that make me happy. Like one day I sat down in my office and I was like, my office is so cute. And I was like, I need to remember this. This is my glimmer. Or I've been, oh, this is is sort of another one that I almost shared, but Uh I've been using this bird app that will listen to the bird calls and suggest which birds you might be hearing based on what area you're in. Mm. And, um, so I've been like going on walks and listening to the birds and it's one of my glimmers like every day. Nice. So yeah, just things like that. Yeah. Little glimmers throughout my day. I've been noticing them and writing them down and they've just, I have noticed them made a difference
1: nice that's cool so
0: yeah and my bird app i'm really excited this app is so cool i think it contributes to research because they're like getting recordings of birds but then they use that to help you log what birds you've seen uh-huh. and um they that it's like you can collect them you can mm. say like i saw this bird this day and so it's like collecting them like pokemon like i have a yeah. list of all the birds i've seen and where i've seen
1: them wow that's cool and i was able
0: to go back and add like significant birds like you know, two years ago before we had our big freeze, there was these cedar wax wings that were this really cool bird mm. that was outside the window of our apartment. Or like when we were in Colorado, uh, Colorado this summer, oh mm. no, New Mexico this summer, uh-huh. we um saw a stellar's jay. It was like a dark blue bird that looks kind of like a blue jay, but it's like, like a darker version. Uh-huh. It's really pretty. So things like that, we've been able to like, I was like, oh yeah. And I remember seeing this bird. Oh, and I. Um, in our freeze two years ago, I also saw a red bellied woodpecker. And so then I was like, Oh, when I saw red, so like nice. all these like little, um, notes of birds that I've seen that I've been really excited about, I've been able to note.
1: So. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. Very nice. That is, that's, those are cool too. I think, I think I have two that okay. I can share. that are pretty quick. Great. Um, oh, you know what I remember though, uh, just a comment on the bird thing. Mm-hmm. Remember that specific type of bird that would swoop at me and, and attack yes. me? Yes. That is probably the only bird sound that I have like etched in my mind. When oh, I hear it, man. I'm like, I know that a, I think it's something, something kite. I can't remember what the f- mm. preface is because mm-hmm. I guess there's different kinds of kites. Kite yeah. birds. Um, so that one, one, it'd be cool if you find it, listen for, I think it's in the summer that they'll come around. Okay. But, uh, if you end up finding it on your app, let me know. Will it
0: be cool or will you be scared?
1: Well, I think it might be safe because your hair doesn't look like I, I, my theory was that my hair looked like good nest building material. Yeah. And I had short hair back then, and I have it again now. So I think this summer I'm going to need to be on guard. But when I wore, wore a hat, I was safe. Okay. So I don't know if you wear hats on your walks. But I don't. should be safe. But Mason's you can,
0: hair is the one that would be... His yeah. is more like yours. Yep.
1: Yep. So he should wear a hat. He does wear hats. So. Yeah. But you'll hear them even if they're not swooping at you. That's okay. not like... It's not like their call right before. They're okay. So to I'll attack. keep
0: my ears open for a kite of some kind. Yes, okay. Yes.
1: Um, so I have two sort of phone related things, um, that are cool. Okay. One, your husband specifically asked me to make sure I brought up to you.
0: Oh, oh gosh. What is
1: it? <laughs> I'm just kidding. It sounds like a, am I under attack? No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Intervention. He, uh, no,
1: I was telling him the other day when we we're hanging out about how, I. this is your encouragement to
0: hang out with my husband. I'm to just hang kidding. Out with Mason.
1: Yeah. <laughs> To um to look, it's it's worth taking another look at your budget and seeing something that you haven't thought of that you might could either cut or change it to save money. Okay. And by an encouragement to you, I just mean sort of to me and okay. If you're a penny pincher like me, uh, or you're like have a bunch of kids you're trying to feed and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I realized the other day I was like, I I haven't reevaluated our phone plan. In mm. years. Mm. Just haven't even thought about it. When I'm looking through things to cut costs yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's I just, just skim right past it. Just, yeah. I'm it's there, it. it's
0: set in stone.
1: Yep. So finally I, did, I know
0: where this is going. Yeah.
1: So finally I did. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna say the company we went with because I don't wanna give free advertisement. If you're really interested, uh you can just message us or whatever. But I just don't wanna <laughs> these companies have enough money. Um, but I did finally look into some other plans and cut our um, we were on a family plan with my family. We all split up. I helped everyone get off and onto something else. And we're all paying less than half of what we were paying.
0: Okay. But here's a question that I have. I have a hotspot that I use a lot.
1: For Unlimited work. hotspot.
0: Unlimited hotspot. And, but is a good quality hotspot?
1: Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Yes. How much data are you in for work?
0: I don't know, but I just can use it anywhere. Like on road yeah. trips and stuff.
1: Right. So you're wanting it to have really good coverage around the country.
0: Coverage. Yeah. I'm less worried about how fast. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm not like,
0: I'm not uploading and downloading tons of stuff, just like documents, you know, but but I need to be able to get internet on my computer anywhere.
1: Yes. Unlimited. We, the thing we got is unlimited call text data and hotspot. (sighs) We were paying about $48 per line. So Uh I think that's what we're doing. yeah. Yeah. Now we're paying 20.
0: Okay, I'll line. think about it. You and Mason are both coming at me, but I'm no, just scared. I wasn't
1: even trying to come at you. I was just telling him because I was so excited. I was that like, is really I exciting. found an area of my budget that could change that significantly really that I didn't exciting. think could.
0: That is very exciting. Yeah. So there's yes. a lot we could do with like yeah. an extra 50 or. Yeah.
1: Or just like the things that you bring you more joy anyway, where it's like, I mean, one more, you know, eating ice out. Skating out or e- ice skating lesson. Ice skating lesson.
0: Oh, that was another one I was going to share. Oh. <laughs>
1: Oh, well, okay. so that's the first one i but so excited about that and it's like unreasonably like it's silly how interesting that is but i just feel like i got him i found he a got way
0: him. yeah all um, right well keep us posted and see if you still like it
1: and the next thing i can't demonstrate because my phone is being used but um i found this cool app that um basically i think it's a sort of independent developer so i'll say the name of it because you know go independent people mm-hmm. it's called blank spaces and I think it's a different version of it for Android called something else. But this guy on the iPhone version called Black Paces, what he did is he figured out how to use the widgets um, mm-hmm. function sort of deal on the phone. And it instead of being a bunch of apps on your screen, it's actually just a list, like a text list of the apps. Nice. And so my phone screen, I'll show you in a little bit, is literally just like I unlock it and it's black and it has... A just a list of like six apps
0: nice,
1: and it's like just so minimal, so not that interesting to like wanna be on more, mm-hmm. so not that like drawing you in, yeah, but it really is like open the thing, tap the thing I need to get to, and so I've been digging that and like been in this refresh like like mode of like cut it all, get rid of everything, gut yeah. it, you know, yeah um, for phone usage stuff, so.
0: That is nice. I've I've similarly have tried to streamline my I've just now started using the widgets. Oh yeah. But also I've gone on like um screen time mm-hmm. except for like you know, I basically it starts at 10 p.m. and doesn't end until like 2 p.m. the next day. Uh-huh. So that most of the day I can't be mindlessly scrolling yeah. because it was like really negatively interfering with my work and yeah. Mm-hmm. So and then by the time then I can get on it. It's like I'm already working on other stuff and I don't think to yeah. be distracted. So, if you message me or us on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, there's a good chance that I haven't seen it yet or I saw it and then ran out of time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's yeah. um that is something I want to
1: say. A lot of people are like, I have tried the screen time thing, but it doesn't work cuz I just blow past it. The key, the only reason screen time ever works, is you got to have somebody else has the pass yep. key and not you and to somebody that you know you can call if you really need something
0: yes Um, yeah mason i made mason put a password on it yeah i was like help me please i don't want to be i want to use this as a tool tiktok is a great tool especially for planning vacations Mm. but also for interacting with our listeners i really like meeting y'all yeah but it's not great for my mental health yeah
1: it's like there's a kernel of good stuff in all these things surrounded by a,
0: a lot of bad
1: yes Yep.
0: Well, that's cool. I like both of those things. Those are both really fun things. Yeah. We haven't caught up in a long time, so I feel like there's so much to share. Yeah,
1: 100%. All
0: right. Well, we'll wrap it up there, but I just want to say thanks for, well, thanks for telling me about the phone plan (laughs) and thanks for coming and learning about, about vitamin D. It was really fun to learn about it. This is like one of those things that I was sitting around wondering, like, how does vitamin D like somebody was like, Oh, you're going to go on a walk get your vitamin D. And I was like, wait a second. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I really enjoyed it and it's fun that we get to explore it. Or will I, is this even real? Yeah. I just took it at face value and never questioned it. Yep. Turns out it was accurate information, but I never questioned it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So,
1: well, thank you for teaching us and um, yeah, for exploring all of that and super, super interesting. And if you have a question or a thought or something like this where you're like, hey, what about vitamin D or whatever? Yeah. Something you wonder about if it's chemistry, probably is. Please message us. We'd love to hear about your thoughts and ideas at chemforyourlife.com on our website. You can send those in, chemforyourlife.com or a follow-up question for something we've talked about. We can talk about that in a Q and R. Um, so please do that. We'd love to hear those. And if you'd like to help us keep our show going and contribute to cover the cost of making it. You can join our super cool Kim community of patrons, just like radioactive dreams did. Yeah. That's at patreon.com slash chem for your life. If you're not able to do that, you can still help us by subscribing on our favorite podcast app, rating, writing review on Apple Podcasts, or subscribing on YouTube. Those things help us to keep um, sharing chemistry with even more people, keep growing our audience, be noticed by more people, all that kind of stuff, and just keep it going. We want to give hmm. free chemistry knowledge to anyone and everyone.
0: Yeah. This episode of Chemistry Free Life was created by Melissa Collini and Jam Robinson. Jam Robinson is our producer, and this episode was made possible by our financial supporters over on Patreon. It seriously really means so much that you want to help make chemistry more accessible and that you're willing to support us, and also that we get to know you. That's been a really special, fun thing for Jam and I over the course of this last year. So, those supporters on Patreon are Radioactive Dreams. Welcome to the team. Avashai B, Bree M, Brian K, Chris and Claire S, Chelsea B, Derek L, Elizabeth P, Emerson W, Hunter R, Jacob T, Christina G, Katrina H, Latila S, Lynn S, Melissa P, Nicole C, Rachel R, Sarah M, Stephen B, Shadow, Suzanne P, Timothy P, Venus R, and Carol R. Thank you again for everything you do to make chemistry for your life happen and an extra special thanks to Brie who often creates illustrations to go along with episodes of chemistry for your life. You can see those on our YouTube channel and you can thank Brie by following her and supporting her at entropic.artstation.com or you can see in our show notes.
1: Hey, if you'd like to learn more about today's chemistry lesson, you can look at the references for this episode in our show notes or in the description of the video on YouTube.
0: Yay chemistry! Yay Yay, sun and vitamin D!